Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Headspace Podcast, the show where we go through newish hip hop albums track by track, give you our thoughts, our opinions. My name is Holden Stepan Roy or HSR. My name is Chris Chrome. And today, we will be talking about Tyler, comma, space, the creator's new album, Igor, pronounced E-E-E hyphen G-O-R. Now, Tyler, the creator, made this big old pink post telling us full instructions on how to consume this album, and he made sure in that to tell you how to pronounce it. So I felt it was my duty to share that with you. Okay, we're going to get into it soon. You can check the description of this video to see when we skip the intro bit. On that note, we are not professionals, and by that, not to say we don't know a thing or two, but y'all are probably going to know a lot of things or twos that we don't know, too. So we just kind of listen to the albums and give you our thoughts and opinions, and over time, we accumulate knowledge and grow, and it's kind of like a big old journey to understand the culture and the landscape of what's going on. And I think it's important to look at both the new side and the old side, and that's what this channel's all about, to just look at the look for the best of it all and look at the art of the album because everybody cares about singles and singles and singles i don't like singles i like albums albums are cool they're like meaty and juicy and in this case as you'll come to see on this review they tell a motherfucking story when done right in my opinion um that's my opinion you can disagree with me if y'all like singles more let me know usually the people who watch this video if you're willing to click on like a fucking probably two hour review about tyler the creator you care about albums more <clears throat> That's my assumption. I might be wrong. Anyway, uh, we care a lot about what y'all have to think and what y'all say. So the comment section is the best part of this channel for us. Read everything. If you make that comment, go and make the effort to answer you. On that note, last week we talked about a particular album. Chris, why don't you tell the people what album we talked about last week? I think I forgot. Oh, my gosh. We talked about your old Droog yeah. and his album, It's Not Even Close. On that, we got... It wasn't even close. Whatever. I was close enough. <laughs> we got we got a comment from Mr. Paul Banks. And what he has to say is, this album was an... And this is a good word. Immaculate. Just, just let it ring off your... Just say it out loud. Immaculate. Fucking good word. Project from start to finish. It's a 5.5 shit it transcends 100 percent for me because this project was fire we rate shit on five so not on 10 on five and i appreciate where he's coming from if you went to that authentic old school sounding shit well then uh you should check out your old droog and stop complaining about hip-hop being dead and shit i digress uh you're not here for that album before we get into a special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado dj black hurricane jonathan barnes and lindell williams we'll talk a bit about that, a bit about that at the end of the episode on that note mr christopher why don't you introduce who we will be talking about today so for today's headspace podcast review we are doing tyler the creator's igor album Yes, that's the one that we are doing. So at this part of the show, we talk about how familiar we are with the artist because that makes a huge difference in your understanding of their music and your appreciation of it. So if you've been down with Odd Future since day one and you've been listening to everything, you're going to feel a way about this album. That might be different than, say, somebody who's discovering Tyler, the creator, for the first time, and this is their first exposure to his music. On that note, Mr. Christopher, why don't you tell us how your, your relationship with Tyler, the creator's music? Uh, well, we have actually reviewed the last his last album, Flower Boy. Scumfuck. So, Scumfuck, Flower Boy, true. Um, that was a good album. I really enjoyed it. Um, 
I think for me, I've I stumbled upon Tyler. Uh, I don't even know the song that like we were listening to earlier, the one where he eats the cockroach. I don't even Yonkers. That's what it's called. That's the um, one. So of course, when that when that song came out, you know, I caught that video on like MTV or whatever. I watched him eat the cockroach. I thought it was like you know it was pretty cool. I guess he was trying to be different, extreme or whatever. Um, and then I found out, you know, he had his whole odd future, Wolfgang, Kill Them All, or however it goes, um, the whole crew. So uh, for me, I, I have a very hard time kind of getting into the crew when I kind of start off on one rapper. I have to, like, take my time with that and then kind of go out. Um, so I, I fell off the whole, like, odd future squad. But Tyler himself, I mean, I've heard him on different features. I caught him on the on the song with the game and Lil Wayne, uh, Martian versus Goblin, or yeah, I think it's that. Uh, I've, I've heard him on some other things. I've seen his little his little uh, things that he does with ASAP Rocky. So I know who Tyler is. I know that he's kind of like out here having fun, wilding. I really enjoy his uh, his fashion line. I'm actually really trying to find ways to get on like get some of his fashion clothing. Tyler. Yeah, I really like his fashion line. Yes, okay. Like his golf, his golf wang or golf, his golf fashion line. Like it's super dope. He he also made a uh, a, a, sh- a new shoe with Converse. Okay. Like the dude's got really crazy fashion clothes. Like I really like the colors and everything. And um, I've always known that Tyler is this kind of very out there for me, at least out there type of personality. He's <laughs> always had like these really. And I'm going to say weird bars, but not in like a very bad way. Just very, very different and creative. So Three sums with the fucking triceratops. That. So, I mean, I, I pretty much know. I guess I have a good understanding of Tyler is. And for me, he can basically do anything. And I'm not trying to say like he's a god, which I'm not taking that away. But because of his like personality and the way that he's just very he I find he likes to do a lot of comedy and he likes to make people laugh and entertain he could get away with a lot of shit just because he's got that joking vibe to him and that is my knowing of who tyler is Hope I did um, a good job. so i'm gonna say straight up I, I did listen to the Scumfuck Flyboy Project, and since then I haven't listened to it. So I listened to it for like a week or two and I dropped for the review. I thought it was pretty cool. Very good in terms of distinct. Like I was having this conversation today with a Scottish dude that I talk to sometimes. Like he's in Scotland, so I think it's cool I can talk to somebody in Scotland. Internet's dope. But um, we were just discussing distinction and like... I'm going to bring him up even though he's not relevant. But how like Logic to me is not a distinct rapper because like there's like a hundred guys you can listen to that can rap about how they are basically semi-automatic slaying the fucking industry like it's not even an original line it's just the current version of it whereas when you look at something like a tyler the creator his weirdness is honestly hard to replicate like they're really you either like what tyler does from my understand my experience or you don't but it's because he's so like doing him like if i'm not mistaken he makes a lot of the beats at least on this project he made the beats but like he does a lot of the the production he has like this weird vision i mean i know he used to get in trouble for excessively let's say violent language according to some people because some people can be a little bit sensitive and uh but like i remember listening to goblin and bastard 
and uh, the other one, shit, I even pulled it up so I didn't sound stupid. Fuck, I forgot what the other one is. The, um, Wolf, that's the other one. And, like, they were really cool to me. The The whole, like, three-part story told out of order with, like, the therapist. Like, like I said earlier with the art of the album, it was, like, not only did he kind of create, first of all, really distinct rhyming, with a really distinct voice and flow and just shit you really weren't hearing a lot of and i can't say like at the time when i was a bit younger it was my favorite but i really respected what he did and there were definitely songs that he had made that i found myself really drawn to um this is like six seven years back or whatever and then uh i know cherry bomb came out and at that point i just wasn't feeling it not because of his sound just because of where i was at in life and then I kind of forgot about Tyler until we did that review. But in general, I have this like admiration for how he uses albums and like how he puts shit together. Because even like if we look at the Flower Boy project, like he comes out as being being bisexual and everything in that way, and then he references track seven just to make sure you go back and like catch that bar so that you get the point of shit and like. Like even like it's just the way he can use the album in more of a fourth wall breaking way to tell his story. I think is really impressive. Like just to start off your career with like a three project series talking to your therapist over these darker thoughts that you might be having as a coping mechanism as a teenager and shit. Inventive and creative and like distinct, right? And so that was like my introduction to Tyler. Like and you got to keep in mind it's the same thing like guys like Hobson and shit coming out, but like. All things considered, Hobson, again, like, he's really talented and he's incredibly skilled. But Odd Future has a branding thing where, like, these guys stand out. Like, tell me Earl doesn't just stand out like Tyler. And these guys, you listen to them, are like, what the fuck, man? Like, nobody can really replicate what they do. Because when you try to replicate what they do, like, it just sounds like you cop that shit. Yeah. And I think that's really incredible about Tyler. So I had all of that in my mind going into this project like i was ready for whatever i didn't even i expected a little bit more rapping spoiler alert i did but that's fine i got over that real quick um i didn't really know anything about it except that it was called igor igor sorry i even said it wrong i gave my whole speech at the beginning um and then you see tyler looking like kind of blasé'd on this pink background and uh sh honestly i i don't know what to say about the cover it's just there i guess his face conveys a state of mind so you know it's gonna maybe not be the happiest project but he really does look like an igor and i have to give him credit that guy on that cover definitely has the name igor and igor is like i don't know if it stands for something I couldn't find anything. I don't know if it's a real acronym. So if any of you fans out there watching this happen to know that, it would be super cool to put it in the comments so other people can see it too. But yeah, what about you? Um, not much to say. I mean, the, the cover is self-explanatory. It's Tyler, the creator. He's there. Pink background. The black on pink is pretty cool. Uh, the, 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 it's kind of like a newspaper uh, painted uh, inkish black, kind of faded a little bit. So it's nice. Uh, me, personally, I think that it's just... 
uh, it kind of reminds me of a uh, movie poster in a way that kind of like when you go to the movie and you're, like you're you're picking your movie which one you want to watch and they're trying to show you like to get enticed in it because right under uh, Tyler in the little bit it goes all songs written produced and arranged by Tyler Oka o- o- Okonoma o- Okoma anyway I can't I can't see it it's small it's his like actual last name I apologize if I fucked that up uh, but I, I feel like he's using the album cover to already captivate you into the album um i also think that he's basically playing some character named igor to convey the entire story so instead of thinking of this as actually like this is tyler's story i feel like he's trying to just be like this is a movie you're supposed to follow igor this is not tyler so that's kind of what i'm also getting from the album cover too and that really captivated me like i was really really interested already because the simplicity behind it changes it i i do see sometimes you know album covers they're very i'm not gonna say complicated but they're they're bright they're loud they're this they're that and i tend to find that i like the more simple ones because they speak louder to me pretty much it. you know what let's go back to logic if you think about the everyone cover uh everybody yeah everybody everybody and how busy that cover was yeah made you not want to look at it however you're trying to wonder if tyler has smoked a blunt here or if he's on like pills or if he's just emotionally numb like as much as i might find it kind of bland all things considered you do actually like look him in the eyes a little bit and try to figure out what the fuck's going on so maybe you make a good point there with the lack of busyness fair enough um do you want to talk about igor's theme let's do it lil uzi vert all right chris who did you think lil uzi vert was at first (laughs) okay so first off yes i was very excited to hear that to see that lil uzi vert was on this song second um he sounds like lana del rey right off the bat without any auto tune or the uzi tune i'm gonna call it because i prefer the uzi tune (laughs) like it without reading the lyrics at first i was like did did Tyler really hook up with Lana? Like, that's dope. And then I read it was Uzi, and I was like, that's possibly even more dope. And not in the sense that I'm discrediting Lana. No, she's fantastic. She's great. But I feel like Uzi is showing some real diversity in terms of a little and a little bit of vulnerability in terms of being natural. Like, I, I really think there might be some effects on his voice, but I think that's the most natural version I've heard Man, of Uzi. I think they have effects on everybody's voice all over this shit. I'm not, I'm, not dis- I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying that compared to what I've heard from Uzi and, like, the, the, the Uzi sound he well, uses. I would say instead of heavy autotune, it sounds a lot more like heavy pitch shifting to me. Right. So it's just a different effect. Um, but in that regard, yes, I guess your point. But natural sounding... Fair. I don't know. I've heard the dude talk. He doesn't sound like a high-pitched lady. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, overall, I like the song. There's not much to really say about it. It's just Igor is coming. You know, they're kind of presenting who Igor is. And, and again, to follow this whole like cinematic feel that I have, I went into this song and just replaying it a bunch of times, I kind of started like that movie where you're just figuring out and just visual representation of what the scenario is right now and i kind of feel like we're just walk like we're kind of getting like this over bird's eye view of the scenario of like igor walking around and just kind of like like you kind of build that picture of who igor is in your head and at least for me in like society walking around and kind of feeling like 
like a little bit disconnected, a little bit jaded, but the but the anthem feel to this is just amazing. The production on this song is I'm not saying it's out of this world, but it's it's really captivating, at least in my eyes. I at least for me, I really really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really great way to start the album. Uh I did land it at a 4 just because it it's more of just like a instrumental feel. I know that there is lyrics to it, but it doesn't they they overpower the lyrics and the vocals with the song with the instrumental uh which i will comment on that a little bit later uh but they do do that so i feel like it's more just trying to set up the context of the album and the theme so i left it with a four i mean if you think about again an introduction and i know i said this on other podcasts but the role of like i guess if you're going with a concept and this is clearly more of a conceptual album um your introduction should kind of serve maybe the role of like the opening credits of a movie scene and i think that's what igor's theme is doing for us i mean can we can we just comment for a quick second on how the motherfucker didn't put the featured list on it i mean i don't understand why people do that as much as you don't put it there it is featuring cali uchis sorry if i said that wrong and uh little uzi vert and like almost every song on this project is featuring somebody. So it's just why do people not do it? Anyway, maybe it's just to make it an all-encompass project or maybe it's to like artsify Igor. I don't know. I just just put the damn features. That's my opinion. Um, Actually, that's interesting to think like if you're <clears throat> – if the whole project is supposed to be about Igor and everybody is Igor, I mean that's, that's pretty cool. It is, but it's also not because like there are certain parts where you're like, I know that's not Tyler. But who the fuck is it? And maybe that's supposed to be some Easter egg shit. Personally, I don't find the Easter egg shit all that fun in that regard. That's just my thoughts. Um, so when I first heard this album, I was like, I guess Tyler likes Brockhampton. But then I found out Brockhampton is apparently compared against Odd Future. So I guess Brockhampton likes Tyler. And then I was like, okay, that all makes sense. But this this album really from like the beginning really made me feel like iridescent in parts of it or maybe saturation three and I, again i haven't yeah. been listening to all of what odd futures produced so it's entirely possible that brockhampton does kind of cop their style a little bit well but, didn't you check out the earl sweatshirt album yeah but that didn't sound like brockhampton and that also came out like now so maybe this is like the old sound or something but in terms of like Kevin Abstract is who I felt yep. that Tyler was very inspired by with yep. the more singing, pitch shifted, experimental flow, Definitely. maybe stepping away a bit from rapping per se. And he does tell you in his instructions, this is not bastard, this is not goblin, this is not cherry bomb, this is not what I'm like, fuck off, Tyler. Well, but um nah, I'm, I'm yeah. a, it's like come on, dude. Don't I mean I get what you're trying to go for to enjoy the album. And he literally says to enjoy this album with the greatest experience you should listen to it from beginning to end uninterrupted focus on it really and to me like i get what he's trying to do with that kind of pompous ass messaging but it just is so pretentious to be like my piece of art is this significant i mean you know what you should always listen to an album like that not not just like tyler's album if you want to give any artist the real credit they deserve the first time you listen to their project at least seriously 
you should give it that attention you should put it on and play it from beginning to end you shouldn't skip songs and shit that's how you listen to an album that's how i listen to albums as for this project this whole channel so i read his instructions i'm like that for me i was like thank you tyler thank you for telling me how to listen to your damn album okay i had to get that out of the way i just did i just wanted to comment on that i because I, I interpret it differently because I, I i follow tyler on twitter and from what i understand he also wanted us to like be doing stuff like not actually yes focus on it one it time like, but also kind of like okay, play it in the background so doing stuff was meant more, not like actually doing shit he meant more like walking pacing or it even says lying in your bed with headphones on or riding around town but like that that's kind of playing into like right right, right but right, right. like but literally he also says or lying in your bed with headphones I mean, on. Yeah, however you want to experience it to the full experience of so how I you mean, want to do it. Which I, I his I main get. point though is don't skip the fucking songs. Listen to it in order to get the full concept of yes. this album. Yes. On that note, you listen to this introduction and it comes in and it's very instrumentally driven, but in a really thick and rich and full kind of way where it kind of sounds emotional and it kind of sounds intense and the lyrics in this song are very vague like one 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 um running 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 uh heaven heaven oh he's coming obviously this what this isn't really about the rapping or anything like that the way he's singing it he's layered into the music almost like an instrument kind of complementing this like harmonic sound situation that's just going on and honestly when you look at his role as the producer meaning he arranged all the music and he put this all together it is absolutely fucking incredibly and immaculate it's the type of shit people praise kanye west for doing back in like his gloriful days and i see tyler like creating something like that immaculately well thought out in terms of the production on this project and then Riding around town, they gonna feel this one. Riding around town, they gonna feel this one. You know, Uzi singing this out. Got my, got my, got my eyes open. And it's just almost like if you are gonna listen to this album properly, you're gonna feel it, you're gonna understand it, and it's gonna inspire you and all that other shit. And that just repeats a bunch. And then it goes, yeah, hope, in the middle of it at a certain point. At the um, end. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I guess that's, uh, a three six mafia little shout out there which is fine contextually i don't 100 percent get it it does sound a little bit flossy but it kind of has this outro where you're saying one 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 got my got my got my got my one 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 first time you hear the album that doesn't mean a lot to me now that i know the story of the album it's clearly talking about the one that this person this igor is interested in so the theme starts off and if you kind of now picture it like you know the story it comes in and it's this little movie setting it's gonna be a little bit of a romantic situation maybe a darker one and it's all like you can picture almost storm clouds and shit and he's cruising in his car and this is what i'm picturing and he's getting a little buzz and he looks down and he sees somebody he's like come on over and he's like cruising on over you don't see who it is yet you don't know what it is but that's as far as it's gonna be because he's getting to his one and i thought that this was a brilliant introduction i also think that the one 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 um i mean he's also playing ties to going back to other albums tyler has used this particular sound appear in other works such as the intro to yeah. 48 and wolf so like it, it also a sample shows he's that, used like, he's he's kind of connecting his album as well like he's still being consistent with that like throat like when he did listen to track seven and stuff like that so like he's still showing that he's connecting his albums which is cool fair enough i mean i think that from a composition point of view if you 
if you're looking for like a sonic experience this is pretty incredible i'll be honest with you from a preference point of view it's not my go-to i don't really think that i'm gonna go put this on a whole bunch unless i'm planning on listening to the whole album but if i do want to talk about quality introductions on concept albums that really like our next level this is one of the greatest starts to a project that i had no idea i was getting into that i've heard really and i think it's it's just immaculately put together so i gave this shit a 4.75 on 5 like it's again preference is keeping me from that point but i am beyond impressed with tyler's ear um so yeah why don't we move on then and have a little bit of a earthquake chris I'm so perplexed. I'm like, I'm almost frustrated with Mr. Igor. He had one job, right? One fucking job. He couldn't put fire anywhere, right? Because if he put fire, that nice director lady standing on the side, she's allergic to fucking smoking shit. And all he had to do was get through his performance without fire in any way. Couldn't smoke anything. No. What does Tyler do? Sorry, Igor makes fire and she freaks out and shit no 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 no. he doesn't just make fire he is standing there doing his whole song thing and then he suddenly is now playing piano as playboy cardi does his verse because playboy cardi's not in the video for some reason and then the, the the piano starts spinning and then the fire starts and then yeah so he had pyrotechnics ready to go in his set very rude very inappropriate very not okay i don't know but the video is goofy it is i guess is actually it kind of fits it kind of fits now that we're talking about it it kind of fits because the the verse that the verse that playboy cardi does i don't even actually think it really fits the song to be fair it was it was good in terms of like the flow the the way he delivered it but i mean it was just mumble rap and just sonically good reading it i was like okay you're smoking you're rich you don't care and you've got a bad bitch the line i liked was and she wicked hold up yeah like whoa vicky only because for some reason i know who whoa vicky is and i thought it was a funny little like jab at her because i think that that girl is completely beyond me anyway on top of all of that i think that in, in trying to connect it to the video the way that tyler spits his verse and the way that he like kind of carries it spits is a strong word for i'm just saying that he does the verse i don't call it singing okay he sings the verse but he does have this like this feel to him like because you make my earthquake i don't want no competition no you don't want my conversation i just need some confirmation on how you feel you don't want no complication no i don't uh i don't want no side in for no side formation uh i don't even know about the cause i'm for real but the way that he the way that i I feel like he's trying to present it kind of matches up with like the macho man i'm gonna save you type of uh fireman like he's he he, in a way he looks so goofy in the video like this awkward guy but he becomes the fireman and spits his verse is what i'm saying Mm. so when he spits his verse as the fireman after he his earthquakes and he falls down and he burns his face uh because the fire went out because the fire came up right as the fireman i feel like you know when you look at a fireman it's supposed to be big macho and save your fucking life that's kind of how i feel he's spit he, he's 
presenting the verse is he just wants to know what the other with his partner it wants like he just wants to deliver and do for whatever it is for his partner in in that way like you know i don't want my i don't you don't want my conversation i just need some confirmation <clears throat> like he he no he's acknowledging what's happening but he's trying to be a man about it macho man fireman and fucking have a conversation about it that's why i think it actually kind of works now that we're discussing can carry on i interrupted yeah i don't take the song like that exactly i mean clearly this is like tyler or igor right because they're not the same guy uh spit uh this kind of feeling like when you first meet somebody who is just astonishing like you look at this person and they are the bee's fucking knees right and then you're here for real for real this time for real for real this time if you're thinking about shit like love for like relationships i mean most of us in our late 20s tyler is 28 have had a couple of failed relationships in our lives and have fucked some shit up if you know what i mean so you have that bitch that cannot fall short and you have this this little juxtaposition it's almost like you're, you're hoping that this is the real shit this is the the romance that you've been looking for but simultaneously in the back of your mind maybe it is that machismo yo i gotta i gotta beat a man in this situation right and then it says dev heinz on genius but it sounds like pitch shifted tyler to me uh the singing because you make my earthquake or you make my earthquake riding around which kind of ties back to the last song as we really think about it you know that's just kind of cruising around and then it almost makes it seem like he's being pensive and a little thought bubble appeared in the last song which is this song as he's kind of exploring the emotions of meeting this new person who just fucks uh, up his whole con conventions and then imagine like he just like meets this person right don't leave it's my fault don't leave it's my fault now imagine you're having that first interaction with somebody now keep in mind this is just my interpretation with an album that came out like a day ago so uh you have like that that moment and you're having that conversation and you think it's going really well and you're not smitten and they're they're like you know i do have to get to work in the morning you're like don't leave it's my fault i'll be better maybe i'm wrong but like that's kind of the uh, the feeling i got from that shit because it, when it all comes crashing down i'll need you because you realize this person is so significant or maybe just in general it's that insecurity of not being impressive enough or whatever and then i kind of thought maybe playboy cardi takes on the role of the love interest of tyler the creator's character igor it's kind of flossing he's with tyler yeah you know he's chilling in the car riding around but he's got like you know this girl maybe that he's interested in which fits into this story oh, so on the one hand shit. he's chilling with tyler you know and they're like and it's not like you should have just said igor but fine he's just kind of like yeah i'm on a tyler the creator song <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you see the photo on genius he looks no. so happy but um so you look at it i mean again i don't know if i'm right i would love to hear you guys's interpretations of this in the comments below. i'm actually I'm rolling with you now like i didn't even catch that so the first like time. you know he's considering buying this girl diamonds but meanwhile tyler has met this person because spoiler alert it's a guy who has a girlfriend uh <laughs> kind of like playboy cardi maybe fits that role and then when you go to tyler's verse and you're thinking about it he's like i want no competition fuck that girl i want my uh, you don't want my conversation you just want to smash so maybe you're almost picturing like tyler sucking him off in like the you know the seat and then he goes home to his girl type shit or maybe it's even before that if, if uh maybe it's like 
you know a little bit of infatuation like when you're hanging out with somebody a few times and you know maybe something could kind of happen and you kind of want something to happen and you're just like this person just doesn't seem interested in you or it's the other way where this person just wants to fuck and couldn't care less about who you are you're just a piece of meat to that person right you know so i just need some confirmation on how you feel you don't want no complication because you got a girlfriend i don't want no side formation i don't want to be your side hoe uh i don't even know what co- uh, about the cause i'm for real so he knows he's in love with a person in an impossible situation where basically the only position he can play is i hope and again i'm saying all this with the context of kind of what i know comes later on on the album so in light of that i think this song is pretty cool in terms of moving the story along in like an interesting way uh i give it a 4.5 on 5 it's really again sonically rich singy i don't i don't want to i don't know what the right genre is for this music that he's making here but it has that hip-hop feel it has that kind of singy feel to it it kind of feels like an experimental flow but it doesn't sound like a lot of other things that aren't Brockhampton that are out there right now so i don't know i gave it a 4.5 i really i enjoy this as an album I can almost assure you that a few of these I wouldn't enjoy quite as much as just, oh, this song came out on shuffle. Because, like, this works in the context of flowing with the last song and, like, super flowing into the next song. And in light of all of that, it's a 4.5. Um, so, right now, I'm actually getting a feel of, like, early 2000, kind of, like, prom night love story type vibe. Um... And that's kind of the sound that I'm hearing on this album, and I really like it. And I'm not saying that, like, because in 2000, I was young as fuck, so it's not like I actually participated in anything, uh, you know, prom-related or like that, but it's... It, I have like you know I've seen the movies in that era I've seen like you know growing up and it's it's cool to kind of go back and and kind of feel like he's bringing me back to that time. I know it, it's I, I'm I know I'm having trouble explaining it, but it's it's really cool. Like the 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 way that the instrumentals are built and the way that he's he's carrying this is just really really great and it's it's really really great um i did leave it with a 4.3 the song overall just because of the playboy cardi verse i really kind of felt like i didn't i i i think i understand it now that you've given your point and i'm kind of looking at it like okay that's cool but i just didn't like the the verse like i didn't like chris doesn't want to fuck up his own lungs huh i was a clear that's a line from the playboy cardi verse i'm gonna fuck up my lungs just like that oh see exactly 4.3 on 5 alright Kate Chris I almost called you Kate I don't know why well fuck skate fuck skate fuck skate fuck fuck I think fuck, you're trying fuck, to get the fuck. name of the song shit man now we're debating this cause no, genius genius <laughs> updated from fuck no, to 4 no and now I'm like I'm hearing here's no. what I'm hearing full not 4 not fuck but full like Oh, I'm fucking frustrated. So I'm going with fuck because fuck just sounds more fun. But I'm sticking with fuck. It's like the premise of my whole song of how this song goes. Still, maybe we're wrong, but yeah, it, this this is like the greatest beat on the album. This is this is a fantastic fucking song. So like, I I don't think that I I really like it. it just comes in with this like 
full, full, full like, fuck or four or whatever. And then it's just like, fuck, skate, fuck, skate, you know? I like the idea of... Oh, shit. What? Okay, so I'm reading... The, I apologize for cutting him off, but I'm reading the genius annotation. And um, from a song or two ago with the one, mm. right? So apparently, I didn't bring it up because I didn't really think it was. It, so it's a four. It's it's the four sampled in the back in the backing vocals throughout the song ends the countdown started in Igor in Igor's theme. So apparently there is like in Igor's theme with the one it starts the countdown to a bunch of the things. So it may actually be a four, but I am not going to agree with that. I think it's I actually mean, fucked. It's just like four skate, four skate. I don't know. Well, it's I don't I don't know because now there's this whole countdown thing. But for me, with the skate thing, I think it's supposed to be fuck because he's giving off this illusion that he's skating. He's in the process of skateboarding, trying to forget that he loves this person, and he's just like fuck. Remember, all the all the memories are coming back, and he's trying to distract himself with skating. I don't know where I'm going. Skate the action, cool. But I know what I'm showing. Uh, but I know what I'm showing. Fuck, like he's showing love. He's showing weakness. He's showing this. Feelings, feelings, that's feelings. That's what I'm pouring. He's trying to distract himself. Skate. What the fuck is your motive? Fuck. Because he's thinking about it again. So I feel like the consistency between the fuck and the skate is supposed to act as this actual action. And you're supposed to kind of be at the skate park with him. And every time he fucks up, he screams fuck because he's too busy thinking about the partner or whatnot. Man, I wish you would call me. Skate. See, he's thinking about the phone call. He's probably looking at his phone, but he's trying to distract himself for skating. This song really, really got to me. Um, by your name, uh, by your name, cause, cause I'm sorry. Fuck. Again, he's like thinking, and it's pretty much that throughout the whole song. What I did like was, um, cause I want you like Leon, Leon, where? Fuck that. Okay, so dinner. Fuck that. Okay, wait a minute. Whoa, I dripped that shit. I am on skate. And it's like, while, uh, while curiosity killed the feline, gone. And it's like, I'm still getting that feeling that he's, he's, he's thinking about wanting to contact this person. He's thinking about wanting to do something. But he, he's trying to distract himself because he's dealing with all these emotions. And he's all like fucking all over the place. Then we get uh, the chorus, which I think I'm falling in love. Uh, this time I think it's for real. I think I'm falling in love. Fuck skate. So even in the chorus, I still feel like he's he's trying to drive this point. Like you're supposed to pretend that you're with him and you're 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 being distracted from whatever you're doing. And I kind of got that too. Like sometimes I review and maybe I feel a certain way through a song and I'm just like fuck. Now I'm thinking about something. And I'm trying to distract myself. So it's really kind of driving home that point. Um, you know, like he kind of goes like, how can I tell you skate? How can I tell you fuck? Like distract myself. Think about it. Going back and forth. Back I can and tell forth. you that like you don't hear the K when you really listen to it. Are like, you really going to go on that now? Because I was looking at I, that I annotation and apparently at the end of Earthquake, he kind of goes two, three in the background of the thing, which I was going to check after we were done talking about this. And then maybe it's like four is is mentioning like the the start of the relationship that that would be the theory i mean it kind of sounds like uh like it could be fa like to me like a frustrating thing but maybe it is meant to be like that because you know it's the moment the relationship's kind of kicking in right because skate to me represents the like 
fun, passionate thing that he's into that he does to take his mind off the situation. And then if four is the end of the countdown saying that it's the catalyst of the shit, it basically fits your entire argument still. Right. Even even if you just change the word fuck to four, it doesn't actually change what you're saying. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm frustrated with this situation. I'm confused. So I'm skating to keep my mind going. Mm-hmm. But I know what I'm showing. You know, this is the relationship situation. I'm interested in this guy, whatever. Four. It's like it's starting. Feelings, that's what I'm pouring. Skate. Okay. You know, it's almost nerve-wracking. I got to go get that shit out. What the fuck is your motive? Because it's actually happening. What's going on? You know? I mean, I think it sounds cooler if he was saying fuck. I enjoyed that more when I thought about it as fuck. But... Well, I'm going to go check the earthquake after like, we cut to the next track. And if it really does have that countdown of one in the first song, and then after earthquake, which kind of presents, you know, the meaning of this person, it really does make sense that it would be like four. This is the start of the relationship. So the more I thought about it and quickly looked into it, now I'm not saying I trust genius empirically 100% for like everything, everything. But I do think that one of we we just checked it because i thought it was fuck as you could tell how i started off the last bit there but like when when i was listening for it i didn't hear the k i only hear fu which could be four if you really think about it anyway sometimes though it's just like that it's incredible that that's the danger and maybe like reading the lyrics and we failed to 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 heed tyler's instructions but I mean, I did listen to it beforehand, and I still I heard fuck. I, it wasn't because it, I heard fuck. Maybe it's what I wanted to hear. I don't know what to tell y'all well, out there. Kind of like that slightly like puts a wrench into it because I got all excited because at one point near the end of the song, like there's a whole big break, and then it just goes fuck, 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 or four, 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 and I really thought it was fuck because yeah, it's like the but, pause but is like, kind of like if you look at it like that bridge is it's, it's that bridge is nice. Yes. That's and it, the rhythm section kind of explodes and shit. Now, if you think about how the music is kind of been paralleling the super emotional shit of it, we can have that second verse, Wasted Boy, I Need Your Attention, I'm Off Balance, I Need Your Fix, and I'm Your Puppet, You Are Jim Henson. So we can see how Tyler, Igor, is kind of like obsessed with this partner this guy that he's really into that he wants to have that we know maybe he can't have because it kind of prefaces in the last sonnet there's a girlfriend but his emotions have started and shit he's in love he's handling this situation he can't help it how can i tell you shut the fuck up but this is countering this is like whole emotional experience maybe because the person has a girlfriend and it's a complicated situation you know so when you think about it it could be fuck but it also works in the context of this particular four like this four isn't just oh he's saying four a bunch of times it's four in the context of this particular project where for the last three songs it's built the one two three four count up into four it's ready to go like it's happening is real now so i think it still supports your vision mm-hmm. for this song it's just everybody wants to say fuck more than they want to say for i think that's that's the problem we're having with this is we're being petulant children who want to swear yeah i like swearing okay that's the truth of the situation be that as it may if you look at what this song is it's like so earthquake you're like dumbfounded you've met this person you got their number maybe things going and now you've gone home 
and it's the next day and your heart's just thumpity thumping and you're like fucking thinking about this perk is called i think so you're thinking about this person on stopping you tripping so if you're tyler or lil wayne you're gonna go skate to decompress i might i might open up witcher 3 and i might kill some fucking shit in that game because witcher 3 is dope cyberpunk is coming i can't wait for cyberpunk um and that would be like you know just, but at the same time you can't stop thinking about this person and it's that back and forth that even when you're caught up in your activity like i cycle to work now i can actually compare that exercise aspect man your your brain just fucking races is it's almost meditative to put your body through that physical exercise so then uh solange who i don't know if that's beyonce's sister but i don't think it's the same solange uh she's there singing it along with him and i think that she kind of adds that element that really makes it just nice sonically but i don't know why she's there i think tyler could have just done it on his own either way um one of my favorite things is when he goes take it to the bridge yes dirty slave i see a shot well that's what he's like taking it from yeah if you don't know what that is well i know i sound like shit on that that's okay still this song is brilliant dude this this is an incredibly standout like this one i can listen to on its own like just the beginning that rhythm like the beat is crazy. like i play i had to stop and play it for bonnie it was so good and her toe couldn't resist it just started it, it couldn't help it it was tapping along to it five on five this shit is ridiculous i gave it a 4.7 on five that's basically a five in my world i mean fair i don't hate it i actually really like it the beat is stellar everything on this this song is really great the fact that we were able to have a like a side debate about the fuck in the four that that proves like this song does have more depth to it and more meat so that was pretty cool it also goes to show you should listen to projects more than once and when you're listening to igor you should do something like walking or something <laughs> go on chris i mean i guess be active but uh no I, i'm leaving it with a 4.7 i mean if i'm gonna give something a five then i i i know that i'm gonna probably go back and listen to it for sure this is something i would i wouldn't skip playlist definitely gonna be on a playlist but i don't know how quick i am gonna go put this first before okay well exactly what you run from you end up chasing right now we start another um continuation point on this project oh we tried to hear it at the end of um earthquake but the speakers that actually play out to the room are shit and i don't know if it's there or not so our conclusion is can you tell us if this one two three four thing makes sense to you um anyway now we move on to jared carmichael who did an interview with tyler as i understand and then um yeah so he's speaking some shit and this is another co uh, continuity point of the project so if you think about it after i think we have a tyler sorry an igor who is like interested in this guy but doesn't have him yet so then you get this point exactly what you run from you end up chasing like you can't avoid but just chasing it like trying giving it everything that you can there's always an obstacle so in a sense maybe he was running from love for a while and he meets this guy his whole world shattered he's ready to go for it he's gonna chase it because well it's time but there's an obstacle something that's gonna be in the way we'll find out what it is i guess on the next track is kind of the point but what's interesting is this dude in case i forget to bring it up later on because sometimes i forget he's got like this isn't the end of this little paragraph thing that he says this is just like the first half and then the rest of it is laced in throughout the rest of the album to kind of comment on the different updates to the story that we've had so i thought on that front 
it was kind of cool. But frankly, I could completely do without this shit, so I give it a four. I mean, the production on the 20 seconds or whatever is very brilliant, and his talking is very fine. And there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just fine. I agree. I mean, I left it with a four. I thought it was a cool concept. Um, I think that... Uh, just what he's saying alone is something that, you know, people can kind of take away. I took away and I kind of thought, thought about it a bit. And I think that it's a good thing to, I think that it's, it's a, it's a good thing to just kind of reflect on and really just think about what he says on this little 15 second skit. Uh, but what I really enjoyed was how he ended it with, there's always an obstacle. And like, as he's like ending that and saying obstacle, it's like the next song just really starts as as right away coming in and just cutting them off, which mm. I'm starting to really think when I look back and then I, I replayed the album again from the beginning just to kind of see if I was right. And I like how he's connecting all the songs like unless at one point I didn't realize that they just like you, you could tell they change. I'm not going to be I'm not going to make it up. You're not it's not like you don't know that the song changes, but it it feels like one big like the whole album is constructed in the like you know the flowy feeling of a a mixtape where like the song doesn't really end it's more like a dj mix for like an hour yeah like brock hampton's iridescence album um not to keep comparing it to that but if it's the most recent album i can think of that has that feel to it actually insane clown posse does it a lot too so it's not really unique to anybody so yeah like that but like every song it's like it's meant to be heard as a whole as opposed to individual songs that you can pick and choose from yeah so that's what i liked about it give it a four so if we keep talking about this skit well we'll be running out of time frank ocean so this song starts off with some crooning from uh, everybody's favorite frank ocean and this is frank ocean is really well loved i don't think of i don't know anybody that doesn't like frank ocean uh running out of time running out of time running out of time running out of time to make you love me and then it repeats and that's an interesting point right because when you do meet a new person and you become infatuated and you want to smash slash fall in love and all that good shit you're still in the lust phase of the situation right uh when people think they're falling in love there is this pressure because of this magical thing it's called the friend zone everybody knows about the friend zone if it takes too long you're in the friend zone chris don't tell the people you're a friend zone guy i'm okay with it actually just be like bruh i listen well but i smash like a porn star um so you add that little thing in you just gotta be like yeah but then i'm still a porn star dick and then you can't what if you can't what if you can't i don't know what to tell you chris i mean that's where my dilemma is right I'm not sure how to comment on that. I'm not in the best shape, but when I'm in good shape, I deliver. Um, I'm, I'm just saying. I like to me. It's like a, it's like it's an art form. All right, it's art. If you can't wiggle your hips, wiggle your tongue. That's what I'm trying to say right here. Not related to anything, but you have fingers. Play bass in it, okay? Play bass up in that shit. Your bars. I'm just saying. Play it. Uh, it works because the G spots like over there and you can, anyway, <laughs> secrets. Oh, you spin my head around. I've been looking for it. I've been running out of spells to make you love me. Secrets to make you love me. Wait in your water and waves wash over me. I drift to the deep end. Don't save. Don't save. It's a low tide. I found peace in drowning. So it really does kind of feel a little bit friend zoning here or a little bit like 
Tyler slash Igor wants this particular dude's affection. We know it's a guy. I'm like, he wants to like, you know, get with him and all that shit. But like in a deeper way. And it feels like it's this vapid superficialness. And no matter how hard Tyler tries, he can't get the attention. And he's just feeling a little bit desperate. You know, like living in pretend, keep it a buck fifty. Oh, living in pretend. So like he's being completely honest with you. It's almost like this fantasy of what he's trying to get goes over it. Like, let's be real sometimes you make up some little weird fantasies in your head to like cope with a situation if somebody doesn't like you so you'll picture what it would be like to date them and you'll just you know maybe have some time with uh pamela instead of actually going out there and trying to deal with the situation but where i thought the song got very interesting is in the second verse take your mask off i need her out the picture take your mask off stop lying for these people stop lying to yourself i know the real you uh halloween ain't for a minute lose the costume you need to chill etc so what we're seeing here is that tyler's looking at him being like dude i know you want me you want the d we are into each other like this and you dating that girl it's like you're in the closet and you're hiding and you got this mask on your face and you're not living your true self you're not being your real person you should in denial you should come be with me well it sounds like tyler is implying that the love interest of tyler is in denial about his homosexuality and should come out the closet and be his true self with him maybe behind closed doors they're doing some stuff they're they're having it but it's a behind closed doors thing and the whole relationship in front is just for shits and giggles you know like a lot of homosexual males have in fact dated women for the sake of appearances over the course of history and especially in certain communities where shit is not accepted quite so prevalently as middle-class white folk land um well you know maybe it's a little bit harder to be openly gay is what i'm trying to say so i think that this overall is just an interesting fucking song but at the same time the fact that it's a guy on guy or whatever is kind of irrelevant because i've never really hit on guys ever in my life but i've had all the emotions tyler's feeling like to me like this is a very relatable album especially in my more pathetic days of dating before i developed any semblance of age and wisdom so i think it's super honest and super legitimate and super real and again like it's kind of flowed into like a different energy with the beat like a more well this one's still kind of calm still kind of following up in the the more like first couple of track sounds where it almost feels more lovey-dovey flowery but you can still feel almost like an intensity to it like the emotion has changed a little bit we're not at like excited hopelessly in love it's almost a little bit more desperate in just how the song is actually sounding still this r&b kind of singy style not so it's not really a hundred percent my favorite genre out there while i appreciate how well made this is i'm giving this a 4.25 it's like really good in terms of like within the realms of me liking something that is not really my cup of tea i actually really liked it um a lot um for me i interpret it as okay so the intro frank ocean is going you're running out of time you're running out of time kind of self-explanatory you know you feel like you want to make this person love you you're running out of time you got to try to figure out how you're going to do it how you're going to lock it down cool that's fine but on the verse on the first verse i feel like half the verse is tyler and half the verse is frank ocean playing tyler's love interest responding to tyler so we start off with tyler going oh you spin my head around um 
my head my head been around i've been looking for it i've been running out of spells to make you love me secrets to make you love me keep it up to make you love me and then i feel like frank ocean kind of goes wade in your water and uh waves wash over me i drift to the deep and don't save don't save don't save it's a low tide i found peace in drowning and it, i feel like I feel like he's the love interest who's trying to explain to Tyler that he's dealing with whatever relationship they have, but he's kind of dealing it from it from afar. He doesn't really want to be saved, but it's not that deep, but he so, still kind of feels trapped. So I look at it like if you think about Puppet later on on the album yep, and the idea of Tyler's submission to this other person, yep. and then you think of it like... I want to wade in your waters. So the guy that Tyler's infatuated with and wait, your world washes over me. Tyler's drifting off the deep end. Don't save, don't save. It's a low tide. I'll be found peace in drowning. This to me, I take it like, have you ever been friend zoned and you want to be with that person so bad or like you want that relationship and it can't happen and you're willing to go through any masochistic amount of patience to sit there through the situation and you found peace in this pain and drowning inside of that moment that's how i interpret that second part still being tyler the main protagonist not the love interest guy speaking back to tyler well you i mean we, i'm not saying you're wrong I'm saying no. It's just that that scenario is very accurate. So I mean, who hasn't lived that shit? Everybody watching this has lived that shit, except for maybe two or three like guys who may have been very lucky and smashing since they were twelve. Um, I don't know if that's actually lucky. Maybe it's not that good. I don't really know what to say about that. Um, I get like I said, I get this a four point two five. Sonically, it's I. Thematically, it's amazing. Right. Um, I do like how in verse two, Tyler kind of like confronts his love interest and he's like, try, you know, telling him like, take off your mask. I need you to be real with me. Stop lying to people. And like that kind of like taking a stance was really cool from Tyler. Um, I really enjoyed the song. I really enjoyed the beat. I really enjoy the flow. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm enjoying this because it's not the rapidy rap that I really like from Tyler. Because it's well made. But it's really, really well made. I actually landed it's this thoughtful. song at a 4.6. I caught myself repeating this, repeating this, repeating this. The way that Frank Ocean and Tyler mix together. And I've never heard a Frank Ocean song. Everybody told me I should. I just never got around to doing it. This is literally the first time I hear Frank Ocean do anything. It is great. All right. It is great. I left it with a 4.6. New mod, what? New magic wand. Why wow, I fucked that up. Give me your money, punk. That's a gun. It's a finger gun. New magic wand. Day and night. The lonely stoner seems to... No, doesn't it sound a little bit like that? Whoa. A little bit, a little bit? Not, like, not until you did that. But just a little bit. I'm not saying entirely, but like that. Yeah, yeah. There's something else that even sounds more like it, but I couldn't place it. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying that's what made me think of I really like Day and Night. It's a good song. Jared Carmichael's back on this. Jared? I don't know if I'm saying it right. Sometimes you gotta close the door to open a window. So he's continuing on from his last montage, you know, with the obstacles. And then the following idea is, well, when you have an obstacle, sometimes you have to deal with it in a certain way to get to the next operate uh, next situation. I like that creativity. I like I like yeah. that like out of the box thinking. I feel like this song goes very much back into a direction of beats and sounds that I want to be fucking with in, in terms of my pleasurable of listening. And interestingly, this song kind of it takes on a new twist. So Tyler's 
I can just picture him on the gram. He sees a photo of his love interest and his lady. And he looks joyous with her. Because, yo, if you're on the ground with your girl, even if you're on a bad situation, even if she just threw a rock at your head, you best be smiling like you in fucking love if you're a smart man. You Oops. know I'm right. I, Don't look miserable with your girl on the ground. That's the whole reason bro, you're on the ground. Bro, if Galdem fucking shot a rock at my head, I am not smiling. Did you just say Galdem? Yes. Okay. Yes. My I'm eyes not. are green. I eat my veggies. I need to get her out of the picture. That's, I guess, a cool way of saying, like, I'm fucking jelly, right? Like, fucking jelly, and she has to die. I mean, we know she has to die later on. She has. We, we didn't get that that yet. But we just know that. <laughs> Yo, that's straight a, to the point. She really fucking up my friend. She's not developed like we, we are. So is that is that a way of saying that women are less good than men, Tyler? I'm, I'm playing. I do not think that's what he meant. But you can interpret. I mean, it I slightly that. did kind of interpret it. Oh, but I think it's more like we're we got our own little wavelength that we're riding. Because again, I don't think the gender matters. I have met girls that had boyfriends that I felt like I connected with, and I have literally said about their like partner, like, "Yo, it's fucking up my frame. Like we're on the same, we're developed, we're on this level. He doesn't get you like I do. You know, we t I done all the stupid ass nice guy moves that you can back. do. I was really bad until I wasn't." Um, anyway, like it, it's a skill. And once you figure out confidence is key, like, yo, do some interesting shit and maybe you'll impress some ladies. Don't just hit them up and talk about how nice you are. And even if you look good, don't just hit them up and talk about how nice you are. Do something interesting and you'll do pretty well with that shit. No matter who you are, there's somebody out there that'll think you're interesting just because there's more women than men and there's more single women than there are men. You, you really are in an advantage in this numbers game, dudes of the world. Anyway, then you have like magic, like magic, like magic gone, new magic, new magic, new magic wand. And that's kind of like vague. Like you picture like magic, like poof, this girl's going to disappear. The new magic wand isn't super clear at this point what it means, but you kind of think Aesop Rocky's kind of weirdo, you know, experimental artist dude. He's got magic in his mind. I feel like me and Aesop would have a great conversation. I would love to talk to that dude. I also like to talk to Tyler, but I want to talk to Aesop more. Uh, and then I really thought it was cool when Tyler goes, my brother said I'm on the spectrum. Don't call me selfish. I ain't sharing. That would be like the autistic spectrum. So maybe Tyler has a little bit of trouble processing emotions in a normal way. This this is maybe how somebody who is maybe on the spectrum in some way. And it adds this element because this line is just kind of a throwaway. But consider that this is a person with very intense emotions who maybe doesn't process shit like everybody else and keep that in mind as you listen to the entire album don't call me selfish i ain't sharing that 60 40 isn't working on 100 of your time your mind now that is actually kind of in line with somebody that might be kind of not 100 percent on the normie side of the world where you don't understand human relationships so well so when you find somebody that you really like that you're really into you kind of like cling to that person and you want to spend right. all your time with them even if it's just a friend or whatever like you gotta talk to them every day and some shit anybody else that can kind of play that role that you play in their life you get jealous and shit even if it's platonically and stuff because you don't really understand that it's totally human to have a bunch of like people around it's not like it's not like a threat you know, so that 60-40 shit, meaning that person gets more of your time than me. I'm feeling like a backburner. No, I want all your time. It's mine and shit. I think that's very fascinating. 
please don't leave me now don't leave me and then again i feel like he has this emotional situation where he's describing like the idea of what's going to happen next because this line I, I think needs to be taken in context with what happens next in the song saying please don't leave me because there's an ultimatum coming right where he doesn't want the situation but it also throws back to like the earlier song earthquake with the insecurity of him like not feeling confident that this situation is going to play out the way that he wants um anyway so now you got the new magic one kind of interlaced and then uh it interlaced into that and then santa gold well, i have no idea who that is just sings out don't leave and i thought it was cool because that layering of the multiple vocalists and shit it just yep. sounds beautiful it just sounds really good um then tyler continues on i want to be found passenger in your car you want to be mean make signals don't talk she's gonna be dead i just got a magic wand we can finally be together and at that moment you're like oh it's a fucking gun like what i tried to do before we started talking about the song i made a fool of myself um so now it's kind of like he's he's looking at the guy being like yo you're not picking me but like you know you're also kind of signaling you want me and you're choosing her so if she's gone well you know then i can be with you and so you know you roll the dice hit a seven sure you're right beginner's luck you are my first who gives a fuck etc etc that's fine it's not a joke murder she wrote oh you under oath now pick a side and if you don't i'll pick you both it's not a joke murder she wrote that's basically just saying yo if you pick her you die in two so then if you go back to that part where it's like please don't leave me now it's like please pick me or you're gonna be leaving me now too kind of like attaches it to it right then there's like that last verse where he kind of continues on with it um you know he's just kind of obsessing this was a little more rappy and i really enjoyed it and uh yeah his whole plan is basically to fucking kill her and get the job done now <clears throat> it kind of sounds a little bit radical and shit when you think about it but if you're looking at the emotional journey of this kind of type of dynamic going on you absolutely gonna think some shit like that you absolutely gonna wonder some terrible ideas like that and so i very much appreciated this song because it is super honest and it really takes you through again a realistic look at the kind of jealousy and rage that's going to manifest when somebody that you want is actively picking somebody else while stringing you along like you can just picture tyler being like this side guy while he's with him and now he's dating both of them at the same time and tyler's just feeling like a jilted little uh, chump and shit so i thought this was very cool i really like the energy on the beat and shit i get a 4.5 on 5 super dope nice um so that's basically the entire breakdown of the story. Yeah, I ran through most of the lyrics. <laughs> but um, what I really enjoyed, because I kind of interpreted this a little bit differently, I felt like this whole song was just one big uh, scenario that Tyler is trying to express. So the first verse is kind of setting the context of what's happening. You know, like you said, he's probably scrolling the grammar. He's on social media, whatever. He sees a photo, and that's like the context of what's beginning. So I like how he's kind of normal. Um, I kind of felt like he was normal on the first verse and i say normal in the sense of like you're just you know it kind of feels that you know you wake up and it's just a brand new day like you haven't really even started anything to be pissed off or anything like that or, or angry it's just a brand new day so <clears throat> and we're, like that that's kind of how i'm taking the first verse now in the second verse uh my brother said i'm on a spectrum now 
I feel like the spectrum itself is like crazy scale. Like right now you're here where you're like sane, but you're on the level of becoming insane over like this obsession or whatever you have. And the way that he spits that like he he, he kind of plays out the second verse kind of sounds like he's shifting in, in a way like compared to the first verse it sounds a little bit different like he's turning into someone else then we got the chorus which please don't leave me now it was it was good it was it was okay i really like rocky on it and they mesh together they have fun um and then on the third verse you see that he's started to switch you see that he's kind of accepting what he wants to have happen and what's going on i want to be found passenger in your car you don't want to be mean make signals and then he's starting to accept like this this like she has to die this person needs to be dead we need to get rid of her we need to get out of this and then we get the bridge and i like how the bridge kind of like symbolizes um tyler now he's accepted his decision i feel I think that he's kind of rolling with what he wants to do, but he's now trying to convince himself. So you roll the dice, hit a seven. Sure. You're right. Beginner's luck. You're not my first who gives a fuck. Your, your other one evaporate. We celebrate You're under oath. Now pick a side. If you don't, I'll pick you both. It's not a joke murder. She wrote, but I feel like this is the trying to convince his partner of it's his partner's fault kind of like releasing all the guilt that he may have of having to take a life or do whatever i feel like he's trying to project that onto his partner and then in the fourth verse it's basically just this big old summary of what the entire song was in one big verse ending off in like um i don't know if this is real but it's like it kind of changes and now he's kind of like trying to he, i think he killed her and then now he's trying to like hide it or is that just like the, the, the it's imagery? still all his fantasy he hasn't okay. actually killed it and I, you know that probably i would say i believe that because of what the next song kind of flips the whole script on the gun right mm -hmm. so like this is this is just a, a feeling i think each of these songs is meant to be like a feeling uh as you go through this journey like at one point on this album i don't remember what song it was I was watch I had Facebook open I was ignoring Tyler's instructions but there was this roller coaster thing from Canada's National Wonderland whatever that fucking big theme park is and it was just like a 3D fucking uh, camera on the roller coaster and so I'm watching this roller coaster do its loop to loop while listening to this album for a quick second and that really like it's, I mean, everybody knows the metaphor of a roller coaster for emotions and shit. But if you really think about what this album is, in a, a great metaphor for it, is that roller coaster emotional ride of being in love with somebody. I'm gonna rephrase love as lust. Being in lust with somebody uh, who is absolutely with somebody else who wants both of you, but is choosing that person. You gonna feel that rage inside, like Tyler is feeling here with his new magic wand. I mean, maybe he literally kills her, but then that would drastically change the rest of the album, right? No, right, 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 right. No, I agree. Because it's and like a movie and shit. That's, that's the only part that I really didn't kind of understand. I don't know if he's like maybe like envisioning that he wants to like do absolutely. that as a fantasy he's right? absolutely fantasizing about killing everybody here. Perfect. Well, I landed it with a 4.5. I thought it was good. Well, Chris, instead of the magic wand... The magic the boy is a gun so now i feel like 
first of all, it's worth noting how many features are on this song? None. We got to one without a feature. Uh, unless I'm wrong and I missed a feature on this one, but I think it's just Tyler and some sampling. Uh, no, don't shoot me down. No, don't shoot me down. No, don't shoot me down. What a way to start this, right? Because the whole last song is kind of him fantasizing, copying a gun and shit, and having a gun, and going out there and blasting these people. And maybe he bought a gun and his intentions is to go do it. But then because of the emotional roller coaster song, it's immediately don't shoot me down which is a cool double entendre because i mean you don't want people to die with the gun and shooting people but also don't reject me which is fundamentally that fear of rejection that is driving igor to want to cop a pistol and blast a motherfucker and his lady and then the chorus you so motherfucking dangerous you started with a mere hello you so motherfucking dangerous you got me by my neck why are these other lame to us because all these other lame as fuck we show them no respect you know and you just kind of get this sense that like he's so into this person and maybe other people aren't as cool other people don't respect the situation 100 percent. i'm not like a fully clear on this song because there's a lot of like shit going on but like you know you just kind of get the feeling that he's got the gun but maybe the gun is actually the boy after all or some shit like that i don't know but still maybe while he's with this guy and they're out and about and having their moment it just kind of they feel tough it just feels right you know i think he's just honestly like i think a boy is a gun i think it's because we now know like that he's like, he's come out of the closet he's kind of explained what he is sexually right so <laughs> This is kind of confirming, like, you know, he's dealing with his partner who is a male. And I think the gun part is just if he, like, the pain of feeling rejected. The actual, like, if you reject me, if you feel, if you, like, leave me or whatnot. Because, like, look at the first verse, right? Because the, the chorus and the pre-chorus no, kind of... the pre-chorus is when's the right time? Yeah. That sounds like some affair shit. Like, oh, when's she not around? When can we hang out? When are you available? You know, but that could also be painful. Still, like it he's, is painful. He's he, he's feeling that pain because he then, wants to see them. Following that again, no, don't shoot me down. Right, saying like he doesn't have time for you in this moment, and he's kind of sad. You know, absolutely. And then we start off with the first verse where it's like, take your hoodie off while you hide your face from me. Make your fucking mind up. I am sick of waiting patiently. Like I feel like he's 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 feeling shot down and he's feeling rejected and he's feeling all of this pain because. He still can't understand why his love interest is not accepting. And, like, you've seen this a gajillion times in the movies. Whenever that, like, side chick, mistress person is waiting for him to leave the wife and a year goes by and she's like, You said you were going to leave her a year ago and you didn't. I'm going to tell her everything. And then shit hits the fan. You know, like, that would be, like, another movie, not this Igor movie. But, like, you can kind of picture that scene playing out. Like, how come you're the best to me? I know you're the worst to me. And that's interesting, too, because when you are... So, you got the top-level toxicity of being the second-tier person in this relationship of this little guy. And then, simultaneously, while you guys are having your moments, he's treating you, like, perfectly blowing your mind and shit boy you sweet as sugar diabetic to the first degree my spidey senses got me on the fences whole squad and gins are traveling by balenci that one lyric means absolutely nothing to me so i'm glossing over it big dog hitting wheelies by the six speed still you get the picture like he's so into this bad dude that's just like impressive and makes him feel all great and shit and then again no don't shoot me down but like there's that mix in that first verse like you were pointing out where like 
dude is clearly not well okay with the situation in the grand scheme of things but when they're like you know like i said when they're together they're like nice you know oh i i was gonna comment on the whole balenci line he's called he's basically saying i'm rolling around in balenciagas i'm super rich oh like, that's a fashion shit yeah balenciaga just, is a uh, is a like a brand they make shoes they make jackets they're like really really bougie like look at the bag that that's fine like um, you know you know i go to walmart <laughs> anyway, this is old navy at rock right yeah. here on this podcast <laughs> that's what that's that's actually what that line means he's basically just saying like dude you're rocking with this lame person and i'm out here wearing fucking balenciaga like fair second verse i feel like i don't know i mean like the song i feel like each verse in this one kind of moves the story along like this is the catalyst moment where like the time lapse happens and we move from like you know shit's going on like oh you passive aggressive oh you faking you're mad oh you want to go home cool better call you a cab i ain't taking you home i'm brushing you off because this parka is a calm you're my favorite garçon just so you know it's a guy like tyler wanted you to know don't leave stay right here i want you right here you invited me to breakfast why the fuck your ex here well let's see if you round the god or next whatever so basically you kind of picture like in the second verse like months of them trying to like do this dating shit where it's just weird and moments where it's like oh why oh you don't want to have this conversation again oh i guess it's uncomfortable so you're gonna just fake being pissed off to take off whatever fuck you you know like situation and to a point where like you come into breakfast and you look over and it's like oh you're not even alone what the fuck am i doing here like you know like it, it's just it just doesn't feel like it's a comfortable situation anymore in that relationship as then it evolves into like i don't know the, there's the bridge and a gun because i like i like you on my side at all times you keep me safe wait wait depending on you now you could be dangerous to me or anyone else so he's kind of comparing him to the gun as both a danger to himself and other people but also the relationship and the thrill of being with this person and just the addictive like nature like when maybe what you need to feel like you have a gun sometimes as a security blanket in the same way that having this guy next to tyler maybe putting his arm around him and shit makes him feel as safe as having a fucking gun and then um you kind of look at the the last verse where it's like they're bringing us up yeah like now and again give a fuck what they're talking about i see you as a 10 i'm gonna leave it at that i'm gonna leave you as friends because the irony is i don't want to see you again stay the fuck away from me stay the fuck away from me stay the fuck away from me i ain't gonna repeat myself stay the fuck away from me and it just feels like he snaps here like people are kind of criticizing him and their relationship and you're like yo he's not treating you right yo he's never gonna leave her yo why are you wasting your fucking time with this dude but he's like yo i see you as perfection and shit i see it was wonderful but i realized that's the end of this shit it's not gonna work because all things considered i see it was wonderful but you're dangerous you're bad so stay the fuck away from me and he just like snaps and it's like and if you look at how the rest of the songs play out it's like this is the moment where he's decided i'm done with this relationship that we're pursuing and i thought that was a like it's a very pivotal song it's very interesting to listen to at around one minute and 50 seconds of the time count i think it's 49 to 51 there's this guitar sound that absolutely reminds me of the intro of wu-tang clan's fourth chamber just wanted to throw that out there 
I give this song a 4.35. It's really cool, again, from the thematic point of view, in the context that the album is super down. Less so one I'm going to throw on compared to how much other great music's out there. But it's like as a song, it's still wonderfully composed and put together and does everything else this album does right. Um, I'll be honest. I don't actually have much to say. You covered everything. Um, I gave it a 4. It's good. It fits the album. Uh, it's not a song that I'm going to go back to like heavily um but i do like tyler's connection with having the gun and the the boyfriend i like how he did that whole you know i like to keep you around because you keep me safe but you're also dangerous for me because you can accidentally go off and like i feel that's how he's doing it like in the first verse he's kind of feeling like a little bit vulnerable a little bit safe um and then in the second verse you know suddenly his boyfriend pops off and like now everything's all heated or whatnot like a gun accidentally going off and you know you shoot yourself or whatever and i kind of interpret it that way i kind of interpret it as like yeah you might feel comfortable as your you know your pistol's on your hip but you know it accidentally goes off you shoot yourself in the foot you're now handicapped you know so it's like there's the the relation that he made from the relationship and having the gun was super cool uh but i don't know it was a four on five i don't actually have much to say to be honest all right um that's fine honestly i did talk a lot i mean i'm certain most of you watching this show over time know i talk a lot but you know what i'm not i'm not a motherfucking puppet all right chris go for it i'll shut no, up No, not this one i'll I, shut up fuck um so tyler's very vulnerable on this track um he is basically expressing how he kind of has no like self-control and he really wants to be with this person and he, as much as like on the last track he was like you know stay away from me stay away from me stay away from me we're now kind of back into this like tyler kind of feels lonely kind of like you know he's had his little outburst and now he's kind of feeling back like no i i still love this person i still like want to be with them so the whole song itself to me i listened to it a couple of times and it's just this one big like i belong to you and you basically own me that's kind of how i interpreted the song um it was good i enjoyed how he how he's being super honest um i enjoy like i want to talk i want to call you and talk i want to walk to your front door and knock after i stop my vehicle drive drive to your city because we live an hour apart like just the, the 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 genuine honesty and how he's just trying to be super just real with this person is just good like it's super super nice um overall overall i don't actually have much to say about the song because it kind of just sounds very repetitive Kanye! Kanye's up in the heezy. Yeah, Kanye went off my radar because he just breathed on the track. Kanye I actually does some some words. He says some stuff. He goes, uh, you lost, son, and you've been trying to find your way to me. A, to me, he's on something that I hate to see. A to Z, not son, I'm going to take a breathe. That's actually pretty good rhyming. Runathon, I just nothing. I'm going to take the breathe. That's not as good. On a, on a first, light the weed. First, 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 yeah, first. That's Kanye's big contribution. Um, no, but like, 
So you got to save Kanye's You just got to like imagine this, the context of the song again okay. in the story of this relationship. Now I've lived through Igor. Like it's not just some shit to me. Like Tyler is really documenting experiences I've had in my earlier twenties, especially like when I was dumb and I didn't understand how to handle my emotions in any conceivable way yeah this makes sense so now that you've decided you're gonna kill the motherfuckers and you realized you moved on you started like opening up your eyes over the course of the situation you right. realized that you're a little bit more valuable than you're being treated you don't want to be that side piece forever you want to have like that proper shit maybe you got your self-worth so you cut that person off in your mind fuck you go away i don't want you around and then what's the immediate reaction after that come back come back i need you oh my gosh okay i submit anything that you want i'll do anything just don't leave me again and it just makes total sense because that is kind of the honest way that shit plays out no matter how hard people want to front like the stoic and shit the most hard motherfuckers out there when they really fall in love is gonna go through some shit like this if it doesn't go right if it goes right it's a nice different situation in which case we can talk about the struggles of five years deep if you guys really want but like on the other hand if you're in that turbulent kind of rebounding state like your emotions is fucked yep so i want to talk i want to call you and talk i want to walk to your front door and knock and after i stop my vehicle drive to your city because we live an hour apart line your driveway and put it in park then do the third line of this verse i want to walk to your front door and knock oh shit tyler's like rapping making you go back and check the earlier verse to get the line anyway then go back to my house and we pack up our bikes and he's just kind of like fantasizing about going up to this person this person that they've cut off that they want and now it's like the more really pathetic fantasy when you know it's not gonna happen you know it's not gonna happen but you're just dreaming about this idealistic best case thing you feel like you're just this puppet what do you need do you need bread do you need this do you need a hug do you need to be alone i could wrap this up and get the fuck away instead what is your wish it can be granted you're number one one on my list to you i'm santa where's rudolph you're parasitic i do not have self-control i'm starting to wonder if this is my free will or yours and then he's a puppet you control me and shit so this is like a situation where tyler's willing to do anything it's just give me any whatever you want just tell me just tell me anything look look i'll leave you alone if you want if that's what you really want i'll leave you alone but if you don't i'll if you want money i'll pay you i mean you know like it's just that overwhelming like desperation of feeling completely lost in submission now if you think about kanye west as a person he's a puppet too in how he feels and perceives himself in terms of how he gets used by media and let's be real half of y'all will read one of his tweets in a 39 twitter thread and assume you know what the fuck he's talking about type shit so you know maybe for kanye well you guys saw the little dicky song and i'm kanye west he's like his own little like thing out there so when you think about his verse it could be that he's talking to uh like he's like the older uncle friend guy kind of talking down like you lost something you've been trying to find your way to me or it could be that kanye west is playing the love interest maybe or maybe kanye west is just kind of talking about himself i'm not 100 percent sure 
but it really fits the song in terms of confusion and needing to take a step back and like figure out some shit because it's very confusing and you're gonna scream and maybe get some high and then at the end of the song we had the comedian dude from the interview going but at some point you need to come to your senses so you kind of look as the song breaks down emotionally like even the music gets all kind of faded and shifty closer to the end of the song to imply that this is almost a person breaking down in their lowest of lows after cutting somebody they love off yep so i think it fits perfectly i think it works really well my enjoyment of the song is less than others because stylistically it's not my preference but i really appreciate how well put together it is i feel like this album has a really solid consistency and if you really like like the first song you're really gonna like the whole project because it all is done with that like he didn't cut corners anywhere along the way however he does shift genres a bit and styles a bit so you might like certain ones more than others this is one i like a little bit less but objectively speaking regardless of anything i might dislike about it the themes the way it fits into the project everything i can't help but admire how well made it is oh yeah chris already said his one on this one right did you give your grade uh i gave it a 4.2 i liked it i was good my people was good yeah i tried to let chris go first last time i think he fumbled so i'm gonna start this one unless you want to do this one chris do you want to take on the rapidy rap song so i actually this is was really refreshing to finally hear tyler actually rap and kind of go into his little kind of like gangster mode a little bit and i say that loose the term loosely because following the last track when you've hit your breaking point and you you know and like at the end of the song he's like eventually you all come to your senses yeah like when you come to your senses you kind of like give yourself that boost of confidence and that pride and everything and you're like yeah i'm fucking king shit and i basically feel like this is what he did this is the i'm a dope rapper i'm flexing i'm rich i'm better than you people song um uh in part one i feel like he's kind of dissing other people uh but in a very kind of like creative way so um like turn my lights on how the fuck you quiet when the mic on i don't i don't get anxiety you sound sound boy ass i get i just get my mic on but i feel like uh y'all said i wouldn't go nowhere took the detour when you see this when you see the someone in the crack right by the seashore when you see them brand new lafleurs on the floor if the cop says my name bitch i'm igor but like i I felt like when i first heard it and when i was first listening to it i kind of feel like he's he's in mocking the people who claim to like be able to be good and good rappers but then like this is what they do when the mic comes on and they don't really move or kind of really do stuff uh and then the chorus comes in uh ayo yeah yeah let's go let's go i ain't playing around red red nose red nose all you is clown turning it up well shit i'm tearing it down hard to believe in god when there ain't no mirrors around like that is fucking cocky as hell uh the bridge uh uh ayo uh uh yeah yeah yo bitch like it's just kind of like really just gangster shit and then verse two he comes in and i like the line running till the rims fall off had them and the cops looking jigsaw that was really cool i like how he used the word jigsaw to implement the word puzzled uh hold up who was it that just fucking bought the saw franchise to bring it back it's like uh chris rock yeah no uh it's one of those guys though yes how fucking dumb is that anyway go on 
I was gonna look it up. Um, so I really actually I like that line. That was cool. I done fucked around and turned into the big dog. Better get gone, get caught, bitch. I think not. Like, you know, more kind of flexing bars on it, and it was just really, really dope. And it was just one of your like, this is this is what I guess me uh, me as a listener I was waiting for on the album. Not to say that I don't like the album. It's I'm, just I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think a lot of people from the like rap side of Tyler's fan base was waiting the whole album for this, right? Because it's like comes up with a hip hop sound and beat. Everything sounds fucking dope and fresh and cocky. Um, and then we got the interlude, which I, I, I thought at first it was going to change, but it just kind of feels like he just added a part two to continue kind of going in. I see the light. Nah, did it, now, didn't I tell you motherfuckers? Uh, I see the light to pay attention and to keep your motherfucking eyes glued to the mans that's in front of you. Like, there's a different tone to this, but he's still kind of taking on the I'm good. I, 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 I'm on the right path. You know, um, like... It's just a really, really dope rap track. And that's kind of how I took it. Oh, I do like the line where he goes, "The that car crash couldn't take me. Green hair angels all around me. Can nope. we point out how dope it is that Tyler has a Tesla? Go on. Fair enough. No answer why. No tears to cry, bitch. I'm alive. Like, that is dope how he's like... Because he know. almost crashed into that Tesla and died. So that's why it's a significant line that really happened. He crashed his Tesla and it flipped absolutely i mean overall i really like this song i think he did a really good job flexing and just really coming in and just giving us that rap vibe and it just personally was just very 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 refreshing to have that through all of this very dense and a lot of the music on this is dense and i'm saying music in terms of just sonically like just the instrumentals the production you don't really hear a lot of the vocals a lot of times i think i don't know what he's talking about well i'm not saying you don't Sounds hear like the Chris vocals needs better headphones no i'm saying that i kind of under at this point of the album i kind of understand what he was trying to say in terms of the instructions because there's a lot of things that when i started just because like on the way to work this morning when i was listening to the album but like there was certain parts that my like, brain was picking up on honestly man you listen to a lot of the classics and this shit's prevalent all over that, that level of depth in the production is almost like a return to form of what would make a classic once upon a time Fair so enough. like to me it's just pop music doesn't do that shit because it's trying to be simple and i don't find it's the kind of shit where the first two or three times you'll hear the song it might kind of sound crowded but the more you listen to any one of these songs especially like i've been listening to bjork trust me the more you listen to bjork the more you can isolate her fucking sounds filter that shit out so in that way you kind of start to go okay track one is this track two is this track and you start to be able to like in your brain almost focus better because you're aware of all the sounds it's how your brain filters noises in general and you start to apply the same taxes to the song so if you can't really hear what he's saying so well the first time through it's a little bit by design so that you go back and hear it again because there is reasons to keep doing so however what happens let's go back to the story because while there is this he sounds like a tyler the creator more than he sounds like an igor i think this fits the story perfectly because mm -hmm. you're a pathetic loser feeling all bad about yourself wanking off seven times a day over instagram pictures crying to yourself in the fucking shower and shit then what happens you get, you get over yourself your boys finally lift you up you, you hit the gym a little bit or some other exercise you find some shit you start looking in the mirror and going hmm. you, you know it's not there but your brain tells you it is and then you get into cocky mode this is not confident mode 
This is the overcompensating for how fucking pathetic you just were mode. You can get hella rebound action in this scenario. So once you've left your heartbroken heart and patheticness, this is where if you have game, it goes really well. And if you don't have game, you maybe complain about chads on the internet. Um, termi- <laughs> yeah, the incel thing. You're not up to date on the culture. Anyway, I'm trying to test out jokes. Somebody asked if I was a comedian. I don't think I'm a comedian. I've never tried to write jokes before. So I don't know. Maybe I'm funny. I don't think I'm that funny. I don't think anyone thinks I'm funny. I think you're funny. I think I'm funny when I'm not trying to be funny, which is the worst. Because <laughs> then when I'm trying to be funny, it is not. Um, but it's flossy, right? Like, turn my lights on. How the fuck you quiet with that mic on? I don't get anxiety. You Sam Bowie ass people, I just got my mic on. You know, he's like flowing in. He's, he's conquering. Like, he's powerful and shit. He's just flowing. Like, if the cops say my name, bitch, I'm Igor. Like, I'm flowing. I got some shit going on. I'm gonna fuck stuff up. And it just feels like he's ready to go. He's charged. And it's almost just like the inverse of the emotions as he continues to deal with the situation. But simultaneously, it also almost feels like Tyler took a, a song this album to just floss about how cool Tyler yep. is as a rapper in general. Maybe remind people that he's kind of back. So I do think there is that side of the song as well. But I, I really like this man. His flows is fast-paced and on point. He drops one of the literal worst blowjob bars I've ever heard in my life. And you, you might disagree with me, but I've heard it before, so it's not original. Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Suck me first, I might get back at you. Really? Really? Is that shit cool? Change the aperture. Oh... Oh, Tyler recognized it's not cool and was self-aware. No, it's still bad. You still did it, okay? Even if you justify that shit in the next line. Maybe he's pointing out, though, that he recognized he goes a little too far or something. I don't know. It's it's. I get what you're doing. It's hit or miss to me. For me, it was a little on the miss side. But even the way, change well, the aperture. Like- ha, 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 ha. I can't laugh at you. This the shit that make you nervous. About to go buck wild. I'm Steve Irwin. Sick of the Claritin. I'm on my third one. But what if he's alluding to like... Like a homosexuality slur. Like a... Like that's why he's saying... Why did you get so fucking sheepish when you said that? I didn't know exactly what to say without offending anybody. That was my problem. But Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Suck me. Suck me first. I might get back at you. Is that shit cool? Change the aperture. I feel like... He's kind of questioning it, like if this was if this was like guy saying this to girl, we wouldn't really question this. But because we know he's into dudes, I think that's no, how no. he's like interpreting the line. Let, let me be fucking clear. <clears throat> I don't care if guys or girls are sucking your dick. That is a terrible line, regardless of who's sucking it. Okay. It's on the other hand, I think it's the attitude he's questioning because remember, this is now part two. Part one is the attitude in full force, right? Part two has him maybe questioning it a bit, and then in that fourth verse, it's like the car crash kind of wakes him up and shit. And yeah, yeah, he's kind of coming back and he's kind of harsh hitting, but like you know, it, it feels like he's ready to come back in and do things a little bit differently. Also, let's be real, uh, hoping they could, uh, motherfuckers really thought I died, hoping they could take a spot, people not knowing I'm one of, uh, I'm one of one, I, I know you're one of one, I said that at the beginning of the podcast, you're distinct, Tyler, not Igor, Tyler, uh, but then, and they some Helen Keller ass people, and I got my eyes open, now I see the light, 
I guess if you're you can't see and you can't hear, then you're not able to be aware of Tyler's greatness. And that's actually a clever line. And because nobody's made a Helen Keller bar in a long time, it's fresh. Anybody else makes a Helen Keller bar, it's not gonna be fresh for a few years. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I like this track a lot. It's one of the best on the album. Like for real, it's probably my second favorite song. So I give it a 4.75. Super motherfucking enjoyable. But it also continues the narrative. And it is kind of what happens after you get really flossy. And then you kind of take a step back and you're confident. So it almost flips from like a more aggressive arrogance to like a calmer confidence. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading too much into my own narrative. But that's fine. That's fine. Are you ready? You ready to talk about the next one? I gave it a 4.5. I wasn't sure if you'd given your grades. That's what I was hoping you would clarify. So now we're going to be gone, gone, slash, thank you. On every of Tyler's albums, he has track 10 being a slash song. A slash song. It's just a weird idea to me. Fine. I'm not going to complain about slash songs. And that's this one. This one is gone, gone, slash, thank you. Chris, tell us all about it. It's a recap of the entire album, I found. Um, oh, boy. I didn't... What, did you think there was anything different or more? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course I did. It's continuing the story. I got my whole thing ready to go. What part of the story? I feel like this is him coming to the end and kind of recapping everything. It's not and- recapping. It's like concluding. It's comparing Scars Before Dinner. Jump off the boot to the mirror. Felt like summer to my December. Wasn't my August. Shit, I don't remember. What I'm hearing here is time's passed since the last track the emotional states kind of like calm down a little bit right so if we're thinking about it as a movie you've had the big like climatic scene where they break up and shit black screen pops up because it's a tacky movie three months later and now we're seeing it he's thinking back i can barely remember it things have changed i know my temperature was set you finally flew south the bird gone under the nest is so comedic at least i had it instead of never maybe i'm being too dramatic so like that's now you're thinking back on that relationship situation you've had and again i've lived through similar shit where like it was complicated and you're kind of left with i didn't get what i wanted out of it but i got that experience I'm like, it's a really cool thing to really consider, you know, like it's right. just, it's changed. It's, it's a different thing. So whether it's rain or shine, I know I'm fine for now. My love's gone. My love's gone. My love's gone. Or maybe it's just a dream that I can't seem to wake up from. Gone, gone, gone. Which is very interesting. <clears throat> so when you think about it, and again, it's because time has passed now and the situation has ended and he's kind of reminiscing on it and he recognizes that it's actually over. It's gone. It's changed, you know? The self-awareness and- that he shows on, on like throughout the album is really cool. Like I, I like how... Um, he's he's not kind of like wrapped up in his feelings on a terms of biasness like he's really like i know i feel this way but i also know what i need to do to kind of move on but then in verse two it also has like this sentiment that again i felt before like fine i can't have you it's not gonna work out well, at least I hope she recognizes how fucking good you are and that she'll treat you the way I would have treated you. And almost like this passive aggressive desire for it to work because at least if the person who takes the person that you're interested in is better than you and treats you properly, it's not as bad in some weird way that our brains twist some shit i think i think it's like a coping mechanism at the end of the day like you just want that other person to be happy at this point and you feel like you uh, can be that happiness for them but if they if you're coming to accept that you can't you you 
you try to find that positivity in the other side. And then this whole part is either sung by Mile High Club or King Cruel. I don't really know who either of those people are, but Tyler loved the Mile High Club's album Skip Tracing. But um, basically, the whole first part is just sang by somebody else, right? And so it's just kind of like almost like you're thinking about it in like a third person perspective and then it will all of a sudden flip into this little bridge thing kept it going the band-aid is falling off now you know so it repeats that three times and it says and now i'm scarred for life so you have to consider it like for a while it was like an injury that you're patching up and you're trying to deal with and then the relationship ends the band-aid falls off you know you're feeling again you're allowing your emotions to be proper but you still have the scars and you're dealing with the long-term repercussions of it you know mm-hmm. and then he starts wrapping out that third verse so there's poison in that gumbo emotion for dumbo asked me where my luck went. that bitch walked out the door whatever knock 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 i'm not shocked i brought this on me it's my fault you're gonna leave and then you're just kind of reflecting on kind of the relationship a little bit and how it didn't work out it was two different situations this girl basically won and he wanted to build that foundation but because of this girl destroyed everything that built up and really it kind of is what it is he chose somebody that was not tyler and there's that finality in it and him almost coming to term for it but what's really interesting is that little like fourth wall breaking part where it goes want me to do it over everything and before it switches into like jared carmichael's last little bit there and whatnot so it's almost like the end of a verse like when you fucked it up maybe or something but also like i would do over this whole relationship this whole cycle again adding that like extra level of like finality but also saying it was completely worth it because in my opinion all of those experiences are worth it four or five years later when you're thinking back on them um differently um i kind of felt like um so my my issue and this is like i'm taking it personally my issue is you're taking a Tyler the Creator. No, I'm, I'm saying like I'm interpreting it from my own experience is what I'm trying to say. Not like taking it personally. I'm not like offended or anything. But that moment where like you don't want to restart. Like you don't want to have to go out and meet somebody. You don't want to have to redo the whole getting to know this person and building that bond and stuff like that. Like I feel like that's how he's also saying it as well. Like how was it? Like how was my relationship? How was that? And it's like, wait, I have to restart now? Like, no matter what, I can't just continue on this bullshit ride. Like, I have to restart. I have to go back to square one. Yeah. Granted, I agree with everything you said, but I, that's how I... I, I mean, it's, it. it's part of it, too. I don't I don't think you're wrong. But I like how Jared comes in then with, I hate wasted potential. That shit crushes your spirit. It really does. It crushes your soul. So, in this context, it's like how they had the obstacle of the relationship. You close windows down to try to deal with the situation. At the end of the day, it was just a lot of potential that went absolutely nowhere. So how do we respond to this situation? Well, it flips into part two with thank you. Where it's like, thank you for the love. Thank you for the joy. But I will never want to fall in love again. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the mind. But I don't want to fall in love again. And so it's like, I appreciate that you gave me this experience. But it's over. I don't want love again in my life. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm, I'm over. I can't handle this cycle. And that's how that song kind of ends from the story. So you go through that whole roller coaster and you get that experience. It goes poorly. And when you kind of settle through it, you're like, you know what? I don't want to do it anymore. Thank you for giving me that. 
but no i thought that was a really interesting way to like move the narrative along it's actually really enjoyable the two parts like really like blend well together and just the way the emotional tone of the song it's almost like self-composed its own little mini story arc that is really cool and it pivots the story and really brings us towards where the conclusion is going to take us overall i thought it was a very brilliant song really well made and another 4.5 personally i think we could have just cut out part two that's fine but then um, the story would have sucked fair um i don't know just overall in the song the song itself i just i i like how he is kind of re re like reminiscing on everything and kind of going back and looking at how everything played out uh i do like his honesty and his like fin finality of wanting to be done with this um i like the line everybody making a choice according to plan we had two different blueprints but understood her f uh but understood her fluent she opened up early on i thought i had a permit he was just basically explaining how the relationship with him and his uh uh, love interest kind of worked out and how this like new tenant who came into the building is now like pre like occupying the his his uh partner's time and i really thought that was just a very like really interesting way on how to explain it so that was cool uh overall i gave it a 4.2 but i just kind of felt like it was just kind of long and i didn't need the second part that's just that's just me fun fact according to genius CeeLo green is an engineer on this song just because CeeLo's dope i wanted to give him some love nice anyway i don't love you anymore so there's that broadcast song that starts with and just kind of like flows and that one this song starts off with like a faster version of that sound and then flows into its own song i'm just i could not hear it i mean this is pretty straightforward all things considered time has passed from like the last song and we understand his feelings of like i don't want to love anymore it's over evidently there's still some feelings left over and like he, he's like closing them out here so i'm he feel heavy feeling for you it's no secret you too cool for me i'm trying to freeze up but it johnson's nonsense i'll speak up and realize there's more fish in the sea i'm a re-up like bitch i know my shit is bumping it's eczema because eczema puts bumps on your skin that, that's how you do a pun so i won't walk around with my head down like i got to beat up um you do i'll do me i'll choke, choke the piece up i ain't trying to keep up because i don't love you anymore so i don't love you anymore and so it's almost like now you've gotten to the point where it's not like this rebounding miserableness it's like you're actually moving on like in a significant way like you don't like this person it's times past and you know you're okay with that situation it's a short song it's only two minutes sandwiched between two much longer songs um but like it, it kind of makes this point what now moving on to high my feelings are in the lost and found now i'm stuck fuck it uh i don't love you no more tell me where the sun can have my heart back you know like it's just like a little bit of a sassy way of closing down this chapter of the situation um i like how it goes but this might be better for us you know and it like cuts off at the end instead of saying you know and overall it's fine it moves the story it's enjoyable to listen to a little bit less so than the last song but i i think it's cool i give it a 4.4 on 5 i don't have a lot more to comment on it it's just like i said it's kind of like we're moving up to the end of it it's like finally we've decided we're done with this person i like how in the first verse he's kind of like emphasizing the finality of the breakup um i think he's really like kind of just uh, again 
consistently convincing himself that he's over with it and it's kind of just helping him move on so that's really cool but um verse two i like how he kind of asks like if he can have his heart back like just that that pure innocence like dude can you just give me my heart back like i i'm i'm completely just done like that super super solid final uh but i could have lived without this song honestly like i just left it at a four it's good it's not like it's not bad it's just i like you could have i could have taken this song off the like, track as a song i get what you're saying as part of the album i could not agree with you less i don't know i don't think this could i don't think this especially falling off of the la coming off of the last track how he said thank you i felt like that part but two that, that was different that was like because you gotta understand as part of the realism of this emotional thing so it's like right. you're trying to make it sound like in the in, in the last song it was like I'm, I'm like doing my best to get over you and okay. you've made it awful and i don't want to deal with love so thank you for being my one person that ever gave me the chance but i'm done with love now this one's more like fuck man i can't believe i still feel shit for you but you know what i'm making the conscious choice to not love you anymore and like move on like the tone has shifted and it really makes sense because it builds up to the final song because otherwise the last song makes no sense without this song being the bridge between track 10 and 12 i kind of feel like the the final song makes a i mean i get the concept of the final song okay, you want to just move thing. on i left out of four let's move on i don't love you anymore chris are we still friends you tell me no nah, nah, nah. i ate like a fucking chicken roti like six hours ago and i'm still fucking full and it, it like weighed me down i learned while well, roti is delicious eat the roti after recording the podcast you guys probably don't care i just want to talk about roti it's so good um this song makes total sense because we as millennials and tyler chris and myself we're all millennials i'm on the high end of the millennial age but that's like 34 35 to like the switch at this point so we suck at breaking up and we have for a very 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 long time in fact we break up and we try to remain friends like it is so important to us as millennials to remain friends after breaking up now pragmatically speaking this is fucking stupid when your relationship's done it should just be over and y'all move on there is a certain degree of psychological baggage where outside of the miracle you're not going to be friends with your ex almost 100 percent of the time that ends poorly and you end up being sort of friends like i have one of them that i like message every year and we say happy birthday and like we would do anything for each other except talk to each other you know like yep that's where shit kind of ends up so but when you've gone through the point where you've moved on maybe you're now dating somebody new and shit you have that conversation with your new partner but yo, I'm still friends with my ex. You can't stop me from talking to my ex. I was like, it's a test of jealousy or something. Like, and I, I know most people go through this because it's like a hot topic of conversation. Like, should your partner be allowed to talk to their ex-girlfriend? And you'll see that shit in a meme and whatnot. And you're like, this is a real thing. Well, I, I feel like but, that's like from the human emotion side of things you still want to be friends because nobody wants it to end ending shit is so hard for us millennials we don't we're not good at it we want 
to live forever like the disney movies but you know this song is very floaty it's long it's airy i really don't think it's meant to be lyrical it's meant to just kind of express that emotion like i can't stop you i can rock too i've been back there i can i got to but i got to know are we still friends can we be friends are we still friends etc and you know it just the whole song flows out and it doesn't really say a whole lot like maybe don't end this maybe we should we just just leave it kind of like open i don't want to end the season on a bad episode like we don't want to have this terrible way that our story ended you know it's got to have a happy ending it's got to be romanticized in this way really interesting actually if you think about it I, I know that's that's why we're having this conversation. No, I'm 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 I'm, I'm thinking out loud. My bad. It's it's interesting to think about how you're saying you want to end it on a good term, right? But like, for me, I don't actually feel bad if I lose friends growing up. Like I mean, time changes. I'm trying. Like time changes. We float apart. You know, I mean, you grow on. But I think that. It's, I'm saying it's interesting because it's like you want to be friends with this person so bad to then three, this, four months this down the line. is the same thing as regular platonic friends. We're talking about the more romantically involved situations. I, dude, I mean, I'm kind of going through that right now. Right. And I'm just kind of explaining, like, even for me in that situation, like, yeah, I may have agreed to wanting to be friends with my ex, but... I'm also in that position now where I'm kind if of feeling counts, like... If it counts, everything I just said on the beginning of this, I said to him about how dumb of an idea it is. You know why? Because I tried true. to be friends with my exes, and then you have sex with your exes, and then are they really your exes still, or is it now a blurry, grilly line where it prevents you from psychologically moving on? I mean, I think it goes both ways. It, it's I, a... I think it goes both ways. Talking from my own experience, it went one way for a bit, and then life takes its, it does what it does, and you kind of just start doing your own life. Like life hasn't had enough time to pass in his particular situation. Not enough time has passed for him to make bold claims. <laughs> it took six months, maybe a year, for those friendships in my past to like fizzle out when they did exist. And that's the thing. It's like you're dating again, and then six months goes by, and you maybe smash one girl on Monday, your ex on Tuesday, the next chick on Wednesday. This may have happened to me. And it made me a dick to play her like that in that moment. And I'm not saying that was right or wrong. I'm saying that was maybe dickish of me. But in the context, if you try to be friends, it's just it's it's complicated. Y'all have history. And it's the past. And if your shit didn't work and you can't become friends again organically, then maybe you shouldn't be friends. It's not like there's a difference between trying to be friends and like making that effort to like create a friendship where it wasn't right. Because that's the thing is there wasn't a friendship or your shit wouldn't have ended. It wasn't a friendship. So then to go ahead and start that friendship, it's a gap. Y'all did your shit. It didn't work. Time passed. Move on. There's a gajillion fish in the sea, like Tyler says, you know? That's how I look at the situation. And I say that from experience. Like if me and the lady friend uh, break up, I don't want to be friends after. That's not how it should work. I'll be there for her. But like, we wouldn't be friends. How? Like, how could you? You won't be. It'll be some weird, complicated love shit for life because you'll always love a person that you loved. That's some real shit. So, no, I don't like, can you be friends? Yeah. Is it a good idea? 
I think conventional wisdom says it's a pretty terrible idea unless you're just trying to smash, in which case it's still a bad idea because there's plenty of fish in the sea. That's my two cents. Y'all don't have to agree with me on that shit, but I gave it a 4.35 as a song because it's a big conclusive end that ends on a realistic note for how this is because both Chris and myself have made the same dumb choice Tyler is trying to do to pursue the foolhardy friendship that you shouldn't be pursuing in general because of all the reasons I just said. You don't, you don't have to agree with me. Go get your... Go, go I'm sp- not- if you smash, you smash. I get I'm it. Not, the I'm dick not, leads us all in terrible places. I'm not <laughs> disputing anything, man. I agree with you that certain certain situations call for certain actions. And allow me to be clear. I'm not saying in the moment I'm intelligent enough and wise enough to live up to the words I'm saying when it, the temptation is not in my face because I can be a very weak man. I enjoyed the song. Um, I think it, I do agree that it's it's a very good way to end the album. Uh, it's a very honest, true way. It is something that I think everyone may have gone through or could have or might go through. I don't want to assume. Um, it was it was cool, and I think that if if. In terms of the the genuine honesty that he's been putting on the album, I don't think now that I've heard the whole thing, I don't think it would be the same if this if this song wasn't here. And I this still, song doesn't make sense without the last song. I disagree, but sure, I gave it a four point two. All right, so that's the end of this album, plus some questioning about if you should fuck your ex girlfriend slash be friends with them. Um, I gave the I, Igor project a four point four six on five. That's just some math shit. I think this is a very impressive album. I don't know how I'll feel about the album in four or five years. So I don't know if I want to be using words like classic right now at this time. But I think it's a potentially interesting album that in four or five years, we may look back on and be like, yo, that shit, that shit was something special. Because it's a very well thought out project. Every one of the 12 songs deliberately moves the plot of a story along cycling a very realistic emotional journey of dating somebody that's unavailable that most millennials i believe can connect with in a in that way like that arc that he pitched probably is more the norm not the exception so well i'm not saying everyone because chris is right we shouldn't say everyone i'm saying most of y'all that way if it's not you well you're not the most you're the some um but it's fucking crazy the the music on this project is well mixed well put together tyler is is brilliant you know like he composes it all to a point where even on songs where like half the songs other people singing you still know tyler made the music so it really is like a tyler project you know i would recommend following tyler's advice uh and listen to the album all the way through it really deserves it it is the way this project is meant to be listened to so even the music video singles they're just fucking weird they're out of context they don't sound right having heard the album um it is something to listen to if you're into albums and it's another i mean i can't call this any kind of like real hip-hop is still around based on the golden age crowd and old heads but this is really powerful music made by a rap hip-hop guy like a really amazing album like an art arty artsy kind of album in a good way anyway i like it a lot for me i just really enjoy the honesty on it i like how um 
he Tyler has really with the last two albums that I've done has really kind of shifted my perception of him I, I kind of thought you know I've always like I said I've always known he was kind of like out there weird in his like funky little way but this is a side of Tyler that I never actually thought was there and that's maybe my fault for not following his projects or whatnot but this is really really good this is <clears throat> genuine emotion and and honesty to the point where it's highly relatable and i i'm gonna listen to it i'm gonna go back i don't think i'm gonna call it a classic i'm gonna let it you know have the test of time but i'm gonna go back to it and really listen to it there's a lot to get from it and there's a lot of i think underlining things that i missed um i also think just to like cut you off for a quick second that while it might not be a classic it is high on a list of albums i would recommend to people because it has like such a charm to it that i think there's a lot of people who might not conventionally want to jump on hip-hop who can appreciate this project fair enough um overall i gave the album a four it came to a 4.2 not adding up all the numbers uh but it's it's a really great project it is it is strong uh i'm i'm gonna stick with that it is a very strong project it's it's like the type of shit where i think if you make music yourself it's a good template for like how you can look at creating a cohesive concept album, right? One that really flows through a storytelling kind of way. Right. And more people, I believe, should approach that shit because there's a big vacancy for people doing it. And if more people did it, it would normalize it. And then stuff like Culture 2 by the Migos won't happen quite as much. On that note, thank y'all for being here. It totally means the world that y'all would watch this video, that y'all would take the time to be with us, to hear what we have to say to hopefully enter that comment sections and use the clickety clackities to type out or the pressity pressities to do you know type out what you think what you feel and, and join the conversation and we can get a little chit chat going down in that comment section special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey dj black hurricane linda williams jonathan barnes and chris prado they support what we do to help us get a new camera they get to tell us what albums they want to review like last week it was lindell's album review request and jonathan barnes has one coming up soon so um anyway if you want to join that and you know for all the people who keep requesting the same album over and over again i'll be a little cheeky here sign up to the patreon do it like fucking a lot quicker than maybe it might be for the large number of people that have requested albums through the comments it's not that we don't want to do them it's just that it'll take time to do them as in months to years whereas the guys in the patreon kind of cut the line like the the pass at la Ronde, that which is our amusement park that lets you skip the line that's kind of the system um so if you're down for that that's cool otherwise hit that subscribe button hit that like button philip defranco put out a video about aliens that i'm planning on watching after i edit this podcast so it inspired me and if you like him you should uh you should hit our like button or I'll punch you in the throat. I'm going to try oh that Oh, my here. God. We're not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> See if that no, works. No, we're not doing See that. that oh, my Jesus Christ. Anyway, we also do music. Shit's coming out on the channel a little more regularly. Got projects coming and all that good stuff. Punch you in the throat if you don't check it out. Just want to see if it'll work. I mean, it worked for Phil. I don't know. Maybe I don't sell it well. On that note, have a great week, everybody. Catch you soon.